You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Hello, and welcome to the Creatively Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. I'm joined tonight by my good uh, best friends, Chris and Ray. How are y'all doing? We are getting over, over COVID. COVID. Yay! At least you're on the uh, the downside, the upside. How do you? How would you want to characterize that? Today is the first day in ten days where I'm not exhausted by everything. Oh, okay, good. That's good. I sound still really like nasally and congested, and I still have a cough and stuff, but I'm not like walking up the stairs doesn't exhaust me. Oh, yeah. that's good. It doesn't. I, I got a little winded, but I had a lot of stairs to go up to uh, at work, so yeah. so that was one thing. And it wasn't like like gasping for air. It was just like, okay, I noticed that. Yeah. Um, and then today is also the first day that my ear isn't like absolutely insane, so that that's nice too. Oh, good. Uh, I've been having yeah. Uh, if I get clogged up and stuff, then I I start getting issues with my left ear. And that's mm-hmm. Ray's cool. losing hearing in his left ear. Fun fact. Oh no, that's yeah. not good. So uh, it, it's it's a yeah complicated story, but uh, yeah I'm I'm okay and uh, yeah trying not to spread this thing around. Um, I'll be two weeks on Friday, Friday so yeah <clears throat> hopefully because he got it because he went down to the Texas you see yeah there we yeah party. So I blame Joseph. I blame those damn Texans. <laughs> I do too. Uh, so so yeah since the last time we talked in fact uh, let me just address this real quick if you were listening to this show and listened to the rest of the shows you may have noticed we kind of got bunched up a bunch of them came out all at once and it's kind of been radio silent for a while we've had a lot of stuff going on as a group uh and individually so i'm hoping we're going to be able to kind of get back into the role thing but we'll see um school year is about to start again that's always really busy for a lot of us so we'll we'll see so uh but yeah the last time the last time since we talked you actually came down to texas for our buddy joseph's uh bachelor party and uh that wasn't pardon me that was an adventure yeah and you know what it was a really good group of guys and, and i'm very thankful i was able to make it down there and uh that we found a place to stay yes <laughs> oh that was not okay. anyway that's that's for a different show um show yeah um so tonight uh we're gonna go ahead and start off like we normally do and we'll start with our updates uh would anyone like to go first shoot it because i can guarantee you i didn't do it <laughs> yeah i'm not ha- having covid uh i can assume you probably didn't um <laughs> let's just see here you had down installing the sink <laughs> and the dishwasher Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we, uh, um, so when I got back, um, the plan was to continue yeah. with all that stuff. Yeah. And then as we got closer to the weekend, uh, cause I've also started a new job as well. So I was, I was into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started Thursday night with a bit of a scratchy voice and it just, it felt like allergies. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday morning, I woke up and I was plugged up, and I thought I'd better do a test. Do a test, sure enough, it was positive. So uh, the next day, I had a hundred and two something fever, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing shit." And it was a few days after that, 
two days. <clears throat> two days after that, uh, both Chris and, uh, and Quinn. No, Quinn. Quinn got it first because Quinn woke up with a headache and he never has headaches. No. And he always, he doesn't sleep <clears throat> like a regular teenager. Like he'll go to bed at 11, but be up by like 730. Like that's just how he's programmed. He never sleeps in. And, but it's always a solid sleep. Didn't sleep, has a headache. Um, if he moved his head too fast, like it was just pounding in his head. So he popped positive. And then later that day, I wound up with a fever yeah. and I finally, positive. finally hit positive yeah. as well. So Logan and all of this is at summer camp. <laughs> and they kept her for an extra they, week yes. down there. So, so we picked her up good. on Friday, but she's been gone since July 1st. Um, yeah. But she's very happy where she is. Very happy she's missing, hopefully, knock on wood, the, this whole yes. COVID adventure. Um, and she's and she's healthy where she is. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, feeling like that, yeah. we didn't do anything with no. the kitchen at all. And no. we didn't do, I played a lot of uh, Red, Red Dead, Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> I started the game completely. And uh, I'm already over 25% done or something like that. Like it's, yeah, I you got some solid hours. Solid hours. Solid days. Of, yeah. Uh, nice. But uh, honestly, that's all I had the energy for. It was mm-hmm. I, like if somebody would have would have wanted to play online, I would have been like, no, because I don't want to talk. Like it's yeah. <laughs> or talking is exhausting. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, with no energy, it was like a big fat fuck you. I don't want to do shit. Yeah. Gotcha. So. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that kid, that was funny. That was real cute. We had big plans. We big had plans. Big plans. Big plans. Didn't even mention that we were. I was going out of Texas before, right, no. like, on the show. So I, I had big plans despite that big trip too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Nope. Mm-mm. Um. Well, moving on to Chris, you may you were forced to do one of yours. Um. Relax. Yes. <laughs> so you uh, pretty much were arm wrestled into completing that one. Um, the other thing uh, you had down was get motivated. Oh God! Well, COVID sucked that, nope. that right out. Nope. So, so, <laughs> so I, I, so my fifty percent. Yeah, my COVID symptoms were <coughs> I had an ice pick headache, so I felt like somebody was jabbing an ice pick into my oh, temple, yeah. um, and I had a fever, and I was just exhausted, so tired. So yeah, I didn't have, I didn't even want to eat. I didn't want to do everything was inconvenient. Um, had no appetite, didn't want to do anything. I laid in bed for days. Yeah. Just chilling. We've discovered We are very different people when we're sick. Very different people. Mm-hmm. I like to be in the living room, kinda like chill, but like still, the still within, you know, knowing where people are and yeah. stuff like that. Somebody else likes to go in a cave and say, Fuck you to the world. I want to go away, pretend I don't exist. And just wallow in my own filth. That's what I would like to do. She's Harry Potter. I I don't exist. Yes. Um, But we, so in that, in like not having any motivation to do anything because you just like talking was hard because it was tiring. Um, You just kind of have to, so we decided collective as, as a pair that we are holding, we're taking a break from the kitchen until August. Because we're just going to go with how we're feeling. We're not trying to push it. We're not on any deadline other than anything we make for ourselves. Right. Um, so. Other than I have to get a blue suit. Other than he has to get a blue suit. That's <laughs> the only creative endeavor mm-hmm. we're going to be doing. Um, so we decided, okay, no kitchen. So we're going to, um, what we do have to do is clean his, well, I say we. 
cleaning his garage <coughs> because it, I love him so much, but he is a hurricane of shit when it comes to stuff. It's everywhere. It is. It's like glitter. You're glitter. You're glitter and confetti. I, All at the same time, when it comes to your things, they're everywhere because I, he doesn't have a spot in the shop to put it because it's just a mess and it's a dumping ground. So in order for me to have some semblance of my house back, because this is my house, I am the house manager, this is my domain, I would like his tools out of here because it's starting to, um, my, my, I am not one of those people who can live with clutter for very long. Mm -hmm. I, I, have a, I can do it, but then I've got a point where I'm like, okay, I, I have to clean this up. But I find cleaning up and organizing very joyful. I love it. I get a lot of, it's like the good dopamine shit hits me in the head and I'm just like, yes, I love it. So, <clears throat> but unfortunately on the flip side for him, it completely overwhelms him to the point where he's just paralyzed. He's just mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's overwhelming. I would just rather live with the way it is than have to start sorting through everything. So that's kind of, what happened with the shop is that it got to a point where he was just willing to work with what it was, even though it was not functional. It's it not functional, and I hated it, and it drove me insane. But that also but, meant that he didn't have anywhere to put his tools that he was finished using away. There but, was no away. It was just spots in the house. But the re and, and the reason why I do that is because they're still in use. Until that kitchen is done, I, in my mind, I have all those tools where they are because they're still in use. So that's. But that's not what happens not, in my head. No. If it, if, it, <laughs> if it hasn't been touched in 12 hours, it needs to go away. 24. Okay. Uh, you and Chris, you and me are. Yeah. We're. Okay. Me and Christy are, are a lot like you. I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm still using this tool, so it's still going to stay out. And Christy's like, nope, you didn't touch it within the last six hours. So. <laughs> if you don't have a plan to use it within the next couple of days, it needs to go away. It just has to go away. So, because you, then you're not using it and it can go away until it's needed again. Right. Like, so this is where we're having a difference of <coughs> personality. Gotcha. Um, so that's what we're going to focus okay. on. We're focusing on the, on the shop so that things can be put away. Um, we also, um, when we were doing the Ikea software stuff, we didn't mm -hmm. measure for the trim. So actually goofed up. I, I goofed because the trim that's on our, uh, windows is about twice as wide as to what Ikea typically puts in for the trim. Mm. Uh, and I did, I did the inside window measurements, which is what they ask you to do, but I should have done the outside. outside. Um, anyway, it's fine. It's said, an honest mistake. So we have to go back to Ikea and we have to exchange some things. So we still have to do that. Um, we're still missing components from Ikea. Yeah. They're still not available. So there's only so much we can do with the kitchen yeah, and so, I don't want um, I kind of I don't know I still don't know how I feel about how I want it to all go and like in terms of a schedule and, and um, the order we do things so oh but there there is a there there is one endeavor that we did not plan for uh, that I had to deal with after I came back from um, <laughs> Texas, Texas uh, but when I started the new job, no, what? it was before I started the new job, so it was before I went to Texas. We had a pipe. Oh, 
that uh, I went to the corner of the basement. And I was like, why, why is it wet over there? What's going on? And sure enough, our main stack was leaking. Mm-hmm. And there was a crack, probably a good couple feet, two feet long. Damn. <clears throat> uh, it was an old metal pipe that was left behind by the previous owners. Previous, previous, not previous, right. previous. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Anyway, despite them replacing the whole other part of the stack, they didn't replace this one piece, uh, but it was cracked and leaking everywhere. So <clears throat> it wasn't caught earlier because I think uh, it just the the area that it was attached to just wasn't used very often. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we were using it a lot more recently because we don't have a sink, don't have a sink in the kitchen, uh, we noticed quite a bit more water. And so anyway, uh, thankfully we caught it because part of it had to be dealt with while the kitchen dripped apart. Mm-hmm. It's been dealt with. It's been replaced. Had he, had we put it all together, not notice it and then put the kitchen together, he would be ripping cabinets apart yeah. to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're very lucky that it happened when it happened and that everything's all open. Um, I would have been pissed. I think that's putting it mildly. <laughs> <laughs> Engaged, <laughs> would probably be it. So that was that was a serendipitous thing that happened. Yes, but that's. I probably would have looked at cutting through the floor instead of taking the cabinets apart. Yeah. By the way, like going from the from the basement, right? Yeah. Into and doing. Still though, not a happy. So, break. but now instead, I got to deal with it and it's all done. Yes. Well, good. So we've been forced to slow down with COVID and sort of <clears throat> rethink. Um, what, timing of everything. Timing of everything and what we're willing to put our energy into and what we're just being like, no, we don't want to push ourselves. That can wait. There's still things that we have to do. Yeah, because I've thought about <laughs> the, the um, putting the uh, the drains in and stuff like that for the dishwasher and at least getting that in. But even that's like, no, I don't want to deal with any of that. No. So August. So, yeah. We're giving ourselves till August, which is in like another couple weeks. So That sounds like a good idea, though. Yeah, we're just trying to take it easy and putter around and do little things around the house that maybe weren't going to get that attention until much later. Yeah. Like hangings on the wall. Like hangings on the wall. <laughs> That's what we've been doing. <laughs> I've been going around and putting <clears throat> things on the floor right below where they need to be hung up. Because beyond command Velcro strips and little finishing nails, I should not be trusted with tools. <laughs> He doesn't, because <laughs> I will take out chunks of plaster. Uh, have in the I past have, and also used a spike to hang a picture. It worked though. Anyway, it worked. It was fine. I could have hung a saddle off. Like I didn't know. I just it wouldn't fall down, and it didn't. So I could have go. probably put my TV off of that that thing. Like it was <laughs> okay. <laughs> so little spike. <clears throat> Um, well, I, let's see here. So, um, I only had, I think I had three things on here, but I've added a bunch of stuff cause I've actually got some other stuff done. Um, the first one was clean the N64. That didn't happen. I haven't really touched the thing except to play it. Uh, it seems to be playing just fine in the boys room. So when we do play it, it's fine. So it's like, eh, what's the purpose? I'll get to it eventually. Um, my proton pack. So I did get the outside shell done. I'm extremely happy with how it came out. Uh, I actually had to go back and redo the lenses and the um, uh, uh, one of the wires on it. But, uh, yeah, when I was putting it together, like I was like I was going through and I was like, all right, well, I still haven't gotten done to the, the programming stuff. And I was just like, 
when is oh shit i have an i have an event next weekend i've got to get going on this so um i got it all spray painted and i ended up doing uh it was already primed i ended up doing um the orange peel stuff on it and let that dry and then i did a layer of truck bed liner and then i hit it with the matte black and it turned out great um i had to redo the lenses though because um i had originally 3d printed with the resin printer some um some resin lenses and uh i painted them afterwards and i thought i thought they came out okay but when i tried to attach them they were just not attaching to the proton packs i'm just like oh okay uh i guess resin just does not like how i'm trying to do this so instead i I put just like a sheet of plexi over them and put some red cellophane stuff on behind them and they were more pink than red they don't really filter anything and i was just like eh so since then, I have redone the lenses, but instead I tried a different thing. I have actually tinted the clear resin with uh, alcohol ink. And okay. on the when they came out on the print bed, they looked pretty good, but as soon as I take them off, I'm like, this is very, very pink, and very, very see-through. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up just hitting the back of them with um, um, red spray, print, red spray, print, spray paint, yep. and uh, they end up turning out really good. What was interesting was, is, and I don't know why it did this, but the resin, it was only a millimeter thick, started to kind of get concave. Oh, okay. Which is fine because now that they look like more, more like actual lenses. So it is what it is. Um, but I've got, I've got my proton pack up and ready and, and, and ready to go for, uh, because I've got another event this coming weekend. So, um, but the wand, I'm just, I'm, I've got a lot of work to do on that. Um, I had the electronics finalized or pretty finalized. I had one question about one thing and I was pushing to try to get everything done. Like I said, I've got an event this coming weekend. Um, so it'll be the weekend after this is released. And then two weeks from now, I'm supposed to be going to San Antonio. Uh, Christy and I are supposed to be going to the uh, Blues Brothers concert where I'll get to meet Uncle Dan on Friday night. Uh, and then depending on what the San Antonio group tells me, if they have a booth, I was going to go down there and hang out with them because Ernie was going to be there. Well, Ernie's had to cancel because he kind of has a new TV show going on. So I guess the man's a little on the busy side. Uh, so I'm trying to find out from the San Antonio group if they even have a booth. If they don't, I'll probably just go down Friday night and come back Saturday and and do whatever. So, um, so I did get some of the stuff done in my proton pack. I wanted to get done. Relax. I had to relax down. I I've tried to relax. I, it's been really crazy with family stuff and everything. Uh, but I have, you know, worked in some time here and there to swim with the kids. Uh, we went and watched, um, we went and watched Jurassic, uh, the newest Jurassic World movie. We also went and watched Lightyear, which I actually really, uh, enjoyed. Um, and then just the other day, I downloaded the new Ninja Turtles movie, Shredder, uh, uh game, Shredder's Revenge on, the uh, switch and that was a hell of a lot of fun i had a blast playing it with the kids yeah um so i did kind of get i did kind of get some of that done i've also finally caught up on some tv shows and and stuff so uh i'm one episode away i've got i'm i'm hoping uh, after after we do the show tonight i'm gonna do the last episode of miss marvel so oh. um Enjoy. but uh, i've been staying caught up on what we do in the shadows and um uh, Oh, I still have not started the third season of Umbrella Academy. It's it's sitting there taunting me. So it takes a few episodes to get into. Yeah. Okay, it's a little slow going, but I think by the fourth 
or fifth episode, you're like, okay. Fourth one for sure is where like, okay, okay. yeah, we're, we're good. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and you also got some zombie kittens in there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, yeah. So I did get to relax at our well. <laughs> Once we finally got situated, I got to relax um, at at the uh, at the bachelor party. But yeah, that was we had a lot of fun doing that. And then you got to come hang out at the house, and we had yeah. fun doing that. So um, let's see here, a couple other things. Uh, so I had my twenty year anniversary. And uh, Christian and I went and had lunch and then came back and just kind of piddled around the rest of the afternoon. And I was like, would you mind if I if I drug out my my Father's Day present and, and messed around with it? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Um, I don't have it here because I took it to work with me. But uh, for Father's Day, my boys got me the uh, Lego Optimus Prime. Now, when I first heard about it, I thought, oh, OK, so I'm sure you probably build Optimus and then you build him in the truck for him. And they're like, no, no. He transforms, and I was like, I have to have this thing. So sure enough, I sat down in the course of, I don't know how many hours it took me, probably three or four hours, and I completely built this thing, and it is so amazingly awesome. Uh, but he, he went to work with me, so. I was say, like, when you showed it to me and you transformed it and stuff, I didn't want to touch it because it was like, if you use Craggle, then I would. Like, I, <laughs> Right, yeah, uh, which absolutely not. Um Let's see here. So uh, just kind of out of the blue, uh, Christy and I also went to – that's why you all mentioned Ikea. We went down to Ikea because we had these buckets underneath the boys' beds where they were keeping toys and Legos and stuff, and Zelda would, had chewed on them. Well, she's past the chewing stage, so we're like, well, let's go down and rebuy these buckets. So we go down. We find the buckets. We try to find the tops. They don't have any of the tops. Um, luckily, we were able to reuse some of the ones that we had. but. Um, yeah, they didn't have any of the tops, and, and we were looking around, and they were actually out of quite a few things. So it's not just it's not just your IKEA. It sounds like IKEA in general is having some uh, stocking yeah. issues. So, yeah, I uh, a YouTube video today of somebody who had redone their kitchen. They did an IKEA kitchen as well, and it was mm-hmm. in there in America somewhere. Yeah, and it was the same thing. Like there was a bunch of stuff that was out of stock. Still waiting. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a universal IKEA thing. Yeah. Another good. The good thing is, is it looks like we have the the main cabinets, so I should be able to put the cabinets together, except for one that we need to go and get. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we have to switch it out, but we're gonna take two back and get a different one instead. So that should be. But yeah, it is. Uh, it's pain in the ass right now. Like, anyway. Yep. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, like I was to the point, I was like, well, maybe they have them on the demo one. So I went back through the entire. I was like, I know where they were. I'll go back to them real quick. Went there. Nope, demo ones didn't even have the demo ones. I was like, okay. So, um, another thing that came up that was just kind of out of the blue was, um, I, so I had designed and 3D printed these. Um, they were just a very simple hook that would go in with a screw to hold the boys' Nerf guns on the wall. Um, I actually haven't posted the pictures on Instagram yet. I probably need to do that tonight. Anyway, um, they slowly but surely they would break off over time, so I'd have to reprint them. Um, I started reorientating them on the print bed so that they would be a little bit stronger. I started printing them using a different type of filament so that they would be stronger, but they're boys, they're 10, you know? So, um, Christian and I are like, well, let's, let's get this, let's get this fixed. So I took down all of the hooks that were up there and we bought, um, it's three by three. Um, it's a three by three grid pattern. And I want to say it's like five foot by two foot or something like that 
And there were three sheets of it, and then I bought all the hooks and everything. So on the boys' walls now is this black metal rod uh, uh, grid patterns with hooks to put on it so that we can hang everything. It's very industrial. It's very it's very much like what you would use uh, at a store or especially like at a convention. A lot of people will use these to, to show their wares at a convention. Uh, so I have that up on the walls. It looks great. Uh, a little more money than I was hoping to originally spend just because I had to buy a few more hooks here and there, but uh, turned out fantastic. So, And it's one of those things that if they get – if they grow older or past it or whatever, we don't want to use it for that. I will definitely be holding on to it because there's some there's stuff I can use it for. So, um, And then two other quick things – well, technically kind of three. Uh, two other quick things. Um, my office at work. So I went back. I was on contract starting last week. I went back uh, to work, my partner and I, and we had put in to have these. We had these. There was a 16-foot dry erase board on one wall and an 8-foot one on another wall. They were covered with stuff. We never could do anything with it. Um, I mean, anything we'd write on there basically stayed there forever because, like I said, we just did not use them. It was eating up a bunch of space. And we put in requests to have those taken down, and if painted need to be done behind it, it would be done. Uh, So we walk in, and they're still up. So... Um, I don't know. They just magically fell off the wall. So, uh, so weird when that happens. It is weird when that happens. So, you know, we're like, well, they fell off the wall. I guess we'll just get and carry them outside. So we carried them outside. Uh, my campus is like completely being redone. It's insane. So there's two courtyards and the one back, the back courtyard, as we're hauling these things out, there's literally a cement truck there hooked up to something else and there's a pipe just running. It's a straight shot, but it's running through the hallway into this courtyard where they're pumping concrete in or into this courtyard to do stuff. So that's how they did the, the, the one courtyard. Well, the other courtyard, there's no straight shot. It, like there's at least two 90 degree bends. So earlier this week when I got there in the morning, they had this huge truck and I think, I don't know if I sent you all the picture or not. They had this huge truck. Uh, and then when I went to go take care of something, I was going to a meeting when I walked out. There's a cement truck hooked up to the pump thing, hooked up to this other truck, and they literally have a crane going over the building to pump the concrete into this other courtyard. Those before, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, in the process of all this, um, my partner and I, like, I, I took my sander in. I, there was one of the one of the boards was held up with some glue along with the 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 brackets i uh, sanded that down or whatever um got the walls painted got everything put back up and actually we've kind of been redecorating and and everything and our office is looking really good like it's we have a lot of extra blank space that we can use for future stuff which is exciting because there are things that he has he's like man i've never had a place to put this up and i'm like let's do it so um I mean, he's got another five years there at least. I've probably got another 10 or 12. So we're like, hell, we spend eight hours a day here every day. So let's yep. let's make it look nice. So uh, so I've been working on my, on my office at work, which has been nice. Uh, the last two things that I had down here. Um, so I got some really bad news. The um, um, I had been working on that build up Ecto-1, and I had not gotten a shipment since like – november december and when i talk and i talked to them and they said well one of the things is on back order it should hopefully be you know not back on order you know back in stock soon uh this was months ago and then talking with some of the other ghostbusters they're like oh you didn't hear apparently they're moving their 
distribution center from England to the U.S. because they've got so much more business there, it would make sense to to move. I'm like, okay. They pretty much told everyone, hey, it's going to be several months. We're like, okay, cool. So uh, I was I called them uh, a week or so ago. I was like, hey, just checking to see when I'm going to start getting stuff. They're like, well, uh, it shows that it should be back in stock in, Oct- in August. I'm like, okay, so I guess I'll start getting these things in August. Well, news breaks earlier last week that apparently the company has filed for an administrator or something. Uh, uh, yeah, so basically it sounds like they may be circling the drain. So uh, my 50% done ecto may never get anything else done. Where everyone is hoping and praying that someone else is going to step in and save yeah. this business. Um Part of their biggest problem is, is like they have these build up things. So like they have an Ecto, they have DeLorean and stuff. Um, and they're very highly rated. Like everyone, you know, very much appreciate it. But I constantly keep getting these emails of like, Hey, now we've got this, you know, one six hundred four scale, you know, enterprise that's 24 karat gold. And I'm like, who the hell needs this? Like, why are you, why are you doing all this extra stuff? Maybe you should be focusing on getting done what you've already promised. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I will keep you up to date on that because that was something that I, I greatly enjoyed doing. And now I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, which really sucks. So, um, and then the last thing that I wanted to bring up is I have, I don't know, seven or eight, some of them are special, but seven or eight, um, matrixes that I've had fully printed. All the parts are sitting here since I left contract, you know, went off contract. And I have not done a single damn thing with them. Um, that is jumping ahead future projects. I do plan to have them together and on on sale before the next time we meet for the show. Um, but uh, I don't know how much longer I'm planning on doing this because the other things that I sell are pretty easy. I put them on, you know, I set the 3D printer up and print it or whatever. And it's not like I'm getting over 3D printing. I, I still refer to it all the time. Hell, I needed I needed new stands for the flags that go in our in my office because they were on these attachments on those boards. And I was just like, well, I'll just throw something together. Sure enough, 3D printed them, took them into work, mount them today, went great. Um, but it's just like I don't know. I don't know if I'm just tired and worn out, and I need a break to get back to it. But part of me is like. Even though I've enjoyed, you know, the time off or whatever, I've enjoyed whenever I do have extra time that I can focus on doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, I told Chris, I'm like, well, part of it's also going to come down to uh, at the end of this year, whenever I file on my taxes, um, if Uncle Sam takes a good little chunk of that that I made, I'm, I'm either going to have to jump the prices way up, which I don't know if I would even be able to sell them for, or I'll just be like, you know what, I think I'm done. So. Yep. But anyway, um, so I was going to kind of, you know, I, I didn't really have a topic or anything. I did want to share one thing, though, um, and I don't know if I had shared this with y'all yet. Uh, this is going to be more so interesting to Ray than anything else. But um, okay. no. <laughs> so uh, Adam Savage had teased this tool beginning of the year, maybe. Yeah, I think about the beginning of the year. Uh, and he immediately sold out on Amazon. They never got uh, any more back in stock. And um, anyway, I was looking up, of course, there's a version that you could 3D print kind of for, um, and I, I had 3D printed one, 
But I saw one. It was on sale on Etsy, and I thought, you know what? I'd rather have the official one or, you know, a, a, a metal version or whatever. So I bought this thing. Didn't realize it was coming from England. So it was going to take a little bit longer than I thought it was. But anyway, so this is what it is. It looks like a metal tube. It yep. actually has two 3D printed. There's another one over here. Two 3D printed inserts that go in it. But it's a metal tube, and it's got a fairly decent screw on the bottom of it. Yeah. So what you do is you put the insert in here, and then you take it, you chuck it into your into your drill, and then you take your spray paint, and you put it in here. And after about 20 seconds, this thing is mixed beyond anything you could ever imagine. Um, Adam Savage was like, this has saved spray cans of paint that I didn't want to let go because you can't get a hold of it anymore. He yeah. goes, I was pretty sure I just need to throw this out. There's no way I'm ever going to get it to work. He's like, this has saved cans of spray paint. So um, I have I, – I, once I got it and I was starting to work on my proton pack, I don't think – I think maybe I should have held off a little bit on something that's supposed to be um, a, a textured type paint. I think I maybe overmixed it, so I probably just need to cut back on the timing. But um, as long as the nozzle is clean, there's there's no way you're ever going to get a finer mist coming out of a spray. Like it is so thoroughly mixed, it is fantastic. Um, and uh, and I've even heard people talk about with a higher quality spray paint. You're talking about a mist coming out. You're getting close to airbrush. Like wow. it's fantastic. When I did it on my proton pack, I just was blown away because I just kept spraying and I was like, all right, I probably need to shake it a little bit more. I was like, no, man, it's just, it just keeps coming. Like the whole, that whole can is just, you can imagine. So for, if you're not able to see it, so like I was describing it, it's a can. It basically goes on the end of your drill. You put the can of uh, spray paint in it and it's off by maybe a degree. But you can hear that that ball in there. I'm sure it's just like a, a whirlpool inside this can of all the paint getting mixed. And it's fantastic. Uh, so if you are listening to this and you spray paint anything ever or use anything, any kind of a rattle can, anything, uh, I can't recommend it enough. It was probably 30 or $40 by the time um, I paid shipping and everything for it. But I thought it was worth – it is worth every penny because previously – uh, a lot of uh, prop makers and, and including Adam Savage, they're like, okay, to properly, you know, to get the best result out of a, a spray paint can, um, first off, get yourself some warm water, put yep. the can in there, let it sit there for a little while. That helps warm, you know, bring it up to temperature. Uh, and then, of course, make sure you shake and shake and shake at least a minute, minute and a half, sometimes two minutes, and then spray for a minute or so, and then reshake or whatever. And that'll, it eliminates all of that. Like, literally, I just pop the can in, let it go for 30 seconds, and I can just keep going. It is so <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So um, I didn't really have a topic. I know we don't really have topics or whatever, but just, you know, uh, the whole thing with Etsy, I'm just like, am I just done with this? Like, Well, I was trying to find um, – I read this whole post about decorative, um, decorative minimalism in that – even like when you look at things from the Victorian, even though it was something so small, it was like detailed to the nth degree. It was gorgeous and beautiful to look at. And we wound up in order to make it palatable for everybody, mm -hmm. taking the personality out of everything. 
And so everything winds up looking very homogenized and very plain in order to save somebody's aesthetic taste. And so I was like, okay, that's awesome. I like that. I want to have pretty functional things in my house. So I want a hook, a decorative hook, just to hang aprons on in the kitchen. I'm like, I need a hook. Why not make it fancy? Mm-hmm. And I went on Etsy. I'm like, Etsy. Everything I looked at was coming from China, was mass produced. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I thought Etsy had rules against this that you actually couldn't have mass produced things that you couldn't, that it all had to be handmade. And now I know they have third party changes and things like that that you can get away with now, but everything, all of the decorative hooks that I love, I was like, oh, it's so pretty. All mass produced, all coming out of China. If they weren't coming from China, they were coming from Indonesia. They were coming from a, a, a mass produced place. Yes. They were like American or Canadian stores or storefronts. It was all mass produced. Yeah. And it was just like, and that's what happened with our faucet. So I ordered a faucet off of Etsy. It's it, really, the picture made it look so cool. It was, it was like ornate. Gold, it was really ornate, beautiful. Ornate, filigree, and brassy gold. <clears throat> I'm like, this is awesome. It showed up. It's mass produced from China, from China. I thought I was getting it from Europe somewhere. I can't yeah. remember the country. Mm-hmm. But it no, wasn't. it's from China. It's got actually Chinese symbols on it that have been rubbed off yep. enough that you can't tell that it's Chinese symbols, but you can. It's mm-hmm. point I don't even want to put it in. I don't want to put it in either, but we don't have anything else, and we're already I'd, over budget with everything else. I'd that, rather spend the cash and just. And get we can't return it now. No, so I. Good so I, I know, but I would rather just use it for a little bit till we find what we want, want, and then just change it out. Because it does look really cool from a distance. If you're not staring at it up close, it looks really freaking cool. Mm-hmm. I'll show you right now. I'll show you. I'll get it because I'm staring at it right now. Um, <laughs> it's right over here. And I haven't looked at it in a while. Um, yeah, made in China. Now, it came with all the components, and there's nothing missing from it that way but um you have to move wicked thank you potato so it's really cool like oh yeah yeah but if you look really closely where is it on what side uh and here like in here like that's Mm -hmm. some nondescript chinese oh yeah but you can't anything at the front you can't tell this is going to be at the back yeah you can't really tell when you look dead on but it's like this was this is mass produced this was made in china it's supposed to be from this handmade store and it's and it's, it's, not. Not. it's not so we are going to use it for a little bit until we find something that we like but i was just like super disappointed so for i'm like i've already decided that i'm not going to go back on etsy for my own stuff mm-hmm. but it's like do I even want to shop Etsy? In I, general, it's so hard now. You don't know where it's coming from, even though it says, you know, this ships from from America. Where is it coming from before that? Right. Yeah. So that's, <clears throat> that's the and that's part. been my problem too. Like I'll I'll search for shops out of Canada only. Mm-hmm. Then some of them are they bought it from somewhere else and they are repackaging it as their own, and it's like this isn't. This isn't what Etsy was about. And I'm really disappointed that Etsy's allowed this to happen. Yeah. They've just, they're focused on making money and it's not what it was for, right? So yeah. I'm really disappointed. So then is Amazon 
marketplace the next place you go to? What are their rules? What are their... And they're, they're even worse from what I understand. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I refuse to do it. I'm just kind of like, I don't know, if, like I said, if I'm just burned out and I just need a break from making these things in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I may get into the school year and be like, all right, I'm bored and I could use the extra money. And that's the other thing is I could do the work and I know I could pull in, you know, I, I basically pay, we've talked about this before. I basically pay myself why the, when I time I sell them all, I basically pay myself, you know, about uh, $15 an hour, which is, well, depending on where you work, it is either uh, um, uh, minimum wage or, or in some cases, technically it's still double from what it really is. But I mean, everything's had to, you know, bump up prices to get people or bump up pay to get uh, people to work. Um, but I'm just like, is it, I mean, I could use the extra $500 a month, but do I really want to have to do this? So I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's something I've kind of talked about with Christy and, um, it's just funny because I've been selling these things for you know a year or so now, and or hell I've been selling them for years actually because I was selling them even before COVID started, um, and now that I have my like, quote unquote final design, I'm just like, eh, I'm tired. <laughs> so that makes sense. I get it. Yeah. But yeah, so I I think once I get these together and get them sold, I may take a break. Um, I haven't had anyone hounding me for them either. That's the funny thing is like. Normally I'd have, hey, or you're gonna have these restock, and you have these restock, and I haven't, I haven't had anyone ask me about them. So I'm gonna put these up, and if they don't sell very fast, I may be like, well, cool, I'll just leave them there, and when they sell, they sell, and maybe I'll replace them, maybe I won't. So maybe that's a sign too, right? Yeah, and that could be, and I thought about that too, as I'm like, you know, I may have, I may have hit market saturation, so we'll see. So, but anyway. Um, well, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the things we'd like to try to maybe work on for next time. I know y'all said y'all are kind of uh, MIA until August, at least on the kitchen. So, um, is there anything you wanted to kind of work on or focus on, Ray, creatively? Or are you just like, nope, I'm gonna keep playing Red Dead? <laughs> <laughs> that is tempting. I gotcha. Um, If I don't do anything with the kitchen, and if, if it is just going to be like a chill, because that's the other thing is Logan's going to be coming back this weekend as well. Uh -huh. um, we we'll want to hang out with her. We mm -hmm. uh, There's a couple of card games that I bought down in Texas that I want to play with her, so uh, which I promised I would wait until she's home. Uh -huh. So, you know, there's, there's that. But I think if I get time, there is a painting that I want to get done. Um, I got a couple ideas that I, so I might try and get a painting, at least the the idea of one started. Well, I'll I'll say that. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Chris, is there anything in particular you're wanting to? I literally just kept uh, relax slash get motivated. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember you were like, nope, we're writing this down. Um, I don't. No, um, I no, I have no clue. I don't know. My mind, my I have kind of done this thing where I've let my my ADHD take over in terms of projects and just gone with what my brain wanted to do and mm -hmm. not the price for it because there's like thirty different things that are various states of completion and it's starting to really bug me. So I think 
I would really like the entryway to be done for me to, because that's my project, like that's mm -hmm. my thing. So I have to do, I have to strip two door frames, um, sand and stain the trim and hang wallpaper. You have to help with the wallpaper. Ooh, that's a lot. It's only one wall. It's just one wall. I have all the wallpaper for it. I ordered it months ago from um, uh, from Spoonflower. Um, so it's all here. Like everything's here. Mm -hmm. I have to to do it. So I think that, and I really want to get those little projects because there is there's like three different rooms in that, four different rooms in the house, little areas that are in very not including the kitchen, that or the pantry now that I'm staring at it that are in various states that I started like a year ago, year mm -hmm. and a half ago, yeah. um, that like actually need to be done. So I think that's what I will pour my energy into. Oh, and I'm making sourdough. Ha 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 There it is. So okay. I'm a little late on the trend. I'm like two years late on making sourdough, but there's this wonderful um, account that I follow. Her name's Shay Elliott. Now, if you discount the whole religious thing, which is fine, that's her thing. Um, she's a fantastic home cook and she, um, she does courses and stuff like that. Like it's all really simple things. She's, she's self-taught, so she doesn't do anything that's like really fancy or juicy or anything or has stuff that needs like 80 different weird ingredients. Um, so she put out this free sourdough course and I signed up for it, um, back in February and I finally watched the video and downloaded the free guide that she gave. I think mm -hmm. I did that at like the beginning of the month. And I'm like, so this was before COVID when I had hopes and dreams. I was like, I'm going to make sourdough. And it's really interesting. It's very easy. And the way she does it is not as labor intensive as I was led to believe previously, because she does it in a different way. Mm -hmm where you're not like feeding it every four hours and having to discard it constantly and all this kind of stuff. And it's not wet. Um, so I would like to have made a loaf of bread. Nice. I talked to you. That would be pretty freaking cool. It wouldn't last long around here, but I would. I'll let you know how it goes. I would I'll be honest. Like homemade bread shouldn't last very long anywhere. Oh, like, homemade. especially you warm it up a little butter on it. That's fucking oh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> So I would like to have made like a real, because I can make bread. I have a bread recipe and everybody loves it. And I make bagels with it and stuff like that. And you guys like it. But that was my goal. Oh, here we go. Now I'm on a tangent. Look what you started. So because inflation has gone through the roof, mm -hmm. especially with food, um, like our food bill, not that, you know, we're big eaters or anything like that, but it's noticeable. Yeah. You, you mm -hmm. know how much it's gone up and you're like, that that doesn't seem right that I spent that much money on this amount of groceries. So, and again, it's greed. But anyway, <laughs> COVID Ray went out grocery shopping last week and he spent a crap ton of money on comfort food. Um, You're welcome, guys. It's good. It's good. Yeah, but when you feel like shit, it's like no, the budget's out the window. Fuck oh, this. It was totally out the window. But he was. She shocked. made the mistake of doing doing couplings. So. <laughs> What did I do? She told me the basics of what she wanted. I made a list. Made mm -hmm. a list. I got everything on the list. Yes. She didn't make. She didn't give me quantities. I didn't. So if there was a three, four, whatever price, I I'm got all it. three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, and then the other thing was, I went out hungry, sick, 
and tired. tired and I'm like, now I'm getting all the shit. Yeah. Yep. No, you, for, you, you screwed <laughs> up at hungry. Yeah. So yep. my whole thing now is like, okay, inflation's gone nuts. It's probably not going to go back down to any manageable level anytime soon. That's just not how it will eventually. Right. But, but not, not for a while. So now that I, you know, now that I'm, you know, I'm starting to like cooking and I'm getting in. I found a couple of accounts that are very approachable with the way they cook and teach and stuff. I want to turn into like a food factory. I want to make as much as we can within reason uh, from scratch and just start cooking and baking. <coughs> she needs a kitchen for that. Though. I need a kitchen for that. Yes, that would be helpful. <laughs> that was the whole thing with this whole sourdough thing. I'm like, I bread's nuts. Bread's expensive. Why is bread expensive? Why do I feel like I'm in the French Revolution? Why is bread so expensive? For for premium bread, it's almost ten dollars yeah, for a loaf. For a loaf. From like a grocery store. It's like eight or nine dollars yeah. for a loaf of bread if it's a premium one like cheese bread. I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in bakery made cheese bread is like eight ninety nine. It's like, no, yeah. I can make that here at home so that's what i'm going to do and so yes the sourdough is part of that and she's got a couple more um she does a monthly cooking community that i want to think about joining because it's actually not too badly priced and then she also does these like workshops where you do a zoom call for four hours and she like walks you through the whole yeah the whole cooking process um she's out in she's out in the pacific northwest i can't remember but they have like a little hobby farm and stuff and she's she's pretty pretty cool like they have like a freeze dryer and a whole basement full of mm-hmm. canned goods from all the vegetables like she's one of those people not a prepper but she likes to homestead right yeah yeah so i want to i want to make her sourdough and maybe sign up for her monthly. it's funny it's funny you say that because uh for our 20 year anniversary we went to uh magnolia table which is in waco it's about an hour drive north of here yeah. um and we managed to get right in. Um, everything there was was delicious. Uh, and then while we were there, Christy was like, "Well, can I buy one of her cookbooks?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, that's fine." And then this week, this past week, Christy made two things out of the cookbook. She made a meatloaf, which the boys really, really liked. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. I like my meatloaf. It, it had a good taste. It's just I like my meatloaf to have like a really rich gravy with it, like you know, yeah. a tomato with gravy, because then you can put it on the mashed potatoes and stuff like that, and it's fantastic. Uh, this one was more of a I say dry meatloaf, but it wasn't dry, so that didn't, anyway, um, that was okay. I actually ate some leftover on it uh, last night. The other thing that she made was a chicken spaghetti, and it was fantastic. Like I, of course. She's like, yeah, there's a ton of cheese and a ton of butter in here. I'm like, doesn't matter. It was great. Uh, and I actually ate some of that for leftovers tonight. And um, even warming it up in the microwave, it was still fantastic. So I'm just like, okay, that's that's so good. Um, but like, uh, yeah, when we were when we were there, what was funny was is the standout thing, the thing that kind of blew our socks off when we were eating was, um, I ordered a burger. Uh, it was a, I think they called it a brunch burger, and it was a, a brioche mun. And it had like a a thin hash brown and then the meat and cheese and then it had bacon and a fried egg on it. And it was really good, but it came with like five or six. Um, they said that they were tater tots, but they were they were like tater tot material, you know, so that, you know, the, 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 the minced up potato, but they were like put together as a ball and fried almost more like a hush puppy. 
Oh my god, they were so good. Uh, like I'm sitting there eating one. Christy's like, "Can I try one?" She takes a bite. And you can just see her face light up. She goes, "This is fantastic." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it is." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting more. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but yeah, so she's, you know, I, I, I get where you're coming from where she's like, I think I want to try some more stuff. I'm like, please do. <laughs> if they turn out like these two things, great. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna, I have the time, yeah. and now I have the desire. I've been waiting for my desire to cook to kick in. I knew it was coming. It's- yeah, I started following this guy on YouTube who does um, 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 uh, barbecuing stuff, and I'm like, he was showing off some different things. I was like, ooh, I should try that. And brisket's actually gone down to a reasonable level. It's still higher than it should be, but uh, I'm like, man, I probably need to do another brisket. Or um, like, I haven't watched the video yet. He's showing how to make uh, um, uh, garlic parmesan wings, and. That's probably my favorite wing is a garlic parmesan. Um, but yeah, so I'm just like, hmm, maybe I have to give that a shot. Anyway, um, my sure. to-dos, uh, oh. I've already mentioned one. I want to try to get these matrixes together and in my shop before the next time we chat. Uh, and then the other thing is is the electronics on my Proton Pack. I do want to redo it. I'm, I've am i got it figured out 99% of the way. I basically just need to reassemble it, make sure it works, and try one other thing uh, to make sure everything's on par before I design this thing and ship it off to, uh, to China to get it made and, and shipped back. Um, so those are the two, only two things I'm shooting for. Um, there's probably some little things around the house I need to take care of, but those are kind of the, the creative things and whoever, who knows. So, um, well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen, uh, give us, please give us a, f- a five star rating on iTunes, Google Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show. Uh, like I said, uh, at the, at the top of the episode, uh, you know, if you listen to the other shows, uh, we're going to try to get back into kind of the grind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, we may be a little bit late this month, maybe a little early for next month. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but anyway, so uh, we have the Epic Geeky show coming up probably a week or so after this. Next week, we're supposed to be recording uh, Marginally Geeky, which is uh, half share. So I think everyone's read that one. So that'll be kind of a review book. We should be able to get through that one pretty easy. Um and then um, uh, if Jennifer's still recording stuff, because apparently her internet slash laptop is acting a fool on her again, uh, she just does not have good luck with tech. So. Exactly. Somebody's got to get into her file and adjust her magnetic field. Yeah. Something. Yes, something. <laughs> um, a little bit for us. You know, if she had, well, I was going to say if she had the money and I could convince her, I'd be like, maybe you should get a Mac because then you wouldn't have all these fucking Windows problems. So, because it seems like she's like, I'm constantly having to do updates and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's it's Windows. Like you, you either update or you get hacked. It's the, you, there's not a choice. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, uh, you can also find us at epicallygeeky.com. You can also find us on all the socials at epicallygeeky. Where can we find you online, Ray? Uh, the Reluctant Yeti on Instagram. Um, yeah, I barely post, but when I do, it's fun. Yeah. Good deal. Uh, yeah, Ray and I have started uh, slipping into a um, uh, sending sending uh, uh, reels to each other relationship, which is I'm perfectly fine with. So, yeah, uh, I love I love sending reels to people, and I'm just like, oh, I think the following people would like this. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, probably need to set up a. Can you set up groups on that? No, no, I don't think so. If we could, that would be awesome because then I could just send it to one person or, you know, one group and it'd be done. So anyway, uh, Chris, where can we find you online? 
Um, on all the shows you mentioned and um, on Instagram at Moody Midlife and I I post all the random stuff. I post way more than, than he does about that kind of stuff. So I have it I have a highlight reel saved. Nice. Um, so yeah, so I just did an update post um, today. So you can find me there. Very cool. And as always, you can find my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Chain on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone in sight, have a good night. of the Epically Geeky Network.